everybody, and welcome to Way Way Off Broadway. Yay! Yay. I'm Sydney. I'm Tyler. And this is our special guest, Maddie Clark. Hello. Our first guest oh, on the show. No pressure, no pressure. I'm, yeah, I was like, I'm honored, but also a little nervous. That's okay. <laughs> that's, that's perfectly okay. Well, welcome. We're so Thank happy you. to have Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank um, you for braving the heat to get yes. out here. I know, for, it's so hot. Yes, it's been it's awful really today. It's hot. Like, yeah. I was carrying on boxes today at work. Ugh. Yeah, there's a heat advisory. Yeah. My grandma was like, oh don't go God. for your run today. I'm like, I'm going going to but i'll go late yeah go late. but i'll you know if i like pass i out, commit no days off yeah, no never. days off don't like those like day those nike shirts that are so dramatic and it's yeah. like no days off or yeah like, that, that's days off. 100%. Like, just like theater <laughs> no days off yeah, yeah. oh absolutely no well little to know <laughs> little to no days off for all so why don't you start off with telling the listeners a little bit about yourself? Okay. Um, <laughs> Just a little bit about yourself. Like, who, who well, are you? Um, I'm Maddie Clark. I am an actor. Uh, actor, dancer, choreographer, singer occasionally. I also do a bit of social media for Stage 2 Productions. Snaps. snaps. Um, yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. And how long have you been doing acting? Um, <laughs> when, what age were you when you got into the theater world? I did my first show when I was 16. Okay. It wasn't the first time I'd ever like performed in anything because yeah. I definitely did like children's choir type things as like a child child. But like the first time I was in a theater production, I was 16 years old. And I was in Cats. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Controversial already. <laughs> well, well, that, that's, the thing, that's the thing interesting, because like you're one of the few people where it's like, you genuinely <sighs> like Cats. I will defend it. <laughs> <laughs> you're like one of the it's few a beautiful show. And like I am a little biased because I am primarily a dancer. So like that's a big thing that I love about it. But it's just such a beautiful it's show. So and it's fun. And the music is amazing. And the dancing is amazing. I just love it. And yeah. it holds, you know, a special place in my heart since it was cat. my first one yes and i love cats like so literally literally that was like one of my dream come true like i was like oh my gosh i finally get to be yeah. a cat like you know living that fantasy. <laughs> living fantasy yeah fantasy so where all have you done theater in general like where um where you school start? productions community productions yeah. uh paid gigs school productions would be i'm i'm a castle high school graduate so I did shows with the Castle like Drama Department and then also the Work County Summer Musical. And then, so that was like Teenage Maddie. And then going into adulthood, I've done shows with Stage 2, Evansville Shakespeare Players, Evansville Civic Theater. I think that's it. Um, that's respectable. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. It's more places than I have. Because I've only really done high school and then at stage two and then ESP. I haven't done some yeah, yet. Yeah. I haven't gotten I've only yet. done one, but it counts. It's still fun. Yeah, it, it counts. Was it was yeah. fun. Yeah. 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 So fun. So fun. So fun. So what would you say? This is something I plan on asking every guest that we have on. What is your number one show? What was the show that you remember the most? Like that was the most fun? Like, like that I've been in? Yeah. Rocky 2018. Yeah. 1000%. I wasn't in that one. It was a really special show. Like... 
um casting wise it was really great like everybody just seemed like they really f- they they everybody really fell where where they really belonged and could yeah. thrive and also just that cast bonded like really quickly and really passionately we did experience a bit of cast trauma yeah <laughs> which it's always there it's yeah. always there. Yeah. yeah yeah well and as as you guys both know no show is ever perfect like yeah. the, the process of, like yeah. almost always something goes wrong yeah but we had we had a bit of drama happen yeah and we all bonded like pretty quick over that like we had sleepovers at the theater and yeah i never got to do that (laughs) and i mean i've been in other shows where we've had you know tight-knit casts but that one was just really special and that was one of those shows that when it ended like i really really the post-show depression like i mourned that show (laughs) but yeah it, it will always hold a special place in my heart now was that a cast that you knew people going into mostly or was that one of those ones where everybody was kind of disconnected a little bit of both um i knew a handful of people and then a lot of people i met for the first time i that was that was only like my second show i did with tony and sarah smith actually um was the choreographer that year and sarah smith and i went to high school together and we did show choir and theater in high school together and that was like kind of the first time that we like re-met up after school like we kind of stayed in touch on like social media and stuff but then like she was choreographing that show and um it was just so fun it was funny like the way that like um evansville is like so small that like we all just like end up and she's not the first one because then also sarah fortner who i've who I did theater with in high school we we met back up during Heather's so it's like it's it's really cool like the thing about theater like those lifelong connections you make over such a short period of time exactly exactly because you you bond so quickly and like especially in a if you're rehearsing like four days a week that's how we were like no days off like you know like you're spending a lot of time with those people and typically two three months at a time and it's Mm -hmm. that is your life yep in and out Mm -hmm. even if you're not there you're thinking about it i know you were talking about uh, shakespeare the other night where it's just repetition repetition line after line (laughs) we have to have our lines memorized i know that's why i was working on shakespeare the other night because i was like "Ooh, (laughs) you have not spent enough time with this script i feel you and i'm like am i gonna for for the viewers that don't know i'm maddie's understudy for shakespeare this year oh (laughs) tyler didn't know that i I knew you were i knew you were part of i didn't know what roles you were in yeah i am i gonna do that understudy run you should. I would respect it if you didn't, because yeah. I have also understudied something mm-hmm. before and then not done the run. Yeah. I've understudied twice. I've done the run once, and then the other time I didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I always respect people's decision. Like obviously it would be super cool, and I would I love to so see you lit. do it. But I'd be so lit. But you know, I want you to be comfortable though. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. God. Like <laughs> I my I know for like the main part I have because I don't have that many lines. I'll have it down. Yeah. It's just on top of that, and then I have to sing. <laughs> Oh, okay. Sydney okay. has to sing. I don't sing. I, I mean, I do sing in general, but can we, can like, I don't have tease? to sing in this show. Because we haven't learned it. <laughs> we haven't learned it's it. It's still in. So no. It's okay. still in process. Okay, okay. we're not. So no. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> to be continued. To no. be continued. <laughs> if I knew it, I'd sing it. For you. Well, go ahead and plug the show. When, where, where can people see it? It's uh, much ado about nothing. It's Shakespeare in the Park. We do it outside. Um, it'll be on the front lawn of the Willard Library, so it's really beautiful and gorgeous. 
It's August, I think, 12, 12th through 14th. I'll look it up right. real fast. Here in good old I'm, Evansville, I'm, Indiana. Yeah, I'm pretty positive that's it, but I'll make sure. And what's really cool about the Shakespeare Park is it's free admission if you yep. want. Yeah. A donations preferred. Yes, donations yes. accepted and appreciated, but... Let's be honest, a lot of us are out here. We don't have the extra money. <laughs> we, we don't have the uh, financial capacity to do some stuff, but showing up is huge yeah. because yeah. we talked about it in the first podcast. Seeing the full audience mm-hmm. really kind of gives you that yeah. electric feel. And yeah. puts those actors on well, the next level. Well, and everybody should get the chance to see Shakespeare. Yeah. A lot of people would think that they wouldn't like it, but it's like... We're funny. Yeah, we're funny. <laughs> um, but also, Shakespeare is like... When you get past the language, like, yes, it's it's a, it can be hard to understand if you're new to it, but like that's our job yeah. as actors is to be able to convey what's happening in the scene or, you know, we, we need to be the communicator and like yeah. the way we say things and you know Shakespeare is like no different from like your favorite TV show right now like you know what I mean if Shakespeare was alive today he'd be writing like um Kate Small always says he'd be writing Gilmore Girls like he you know so what I mean so like good. it's 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 everyday problems you know what I mean think like there there's probably always a character you're gonna relate to at least one of them maybe not all of them but there's there's something for everyone in a Shakespeare show, especially a comedy. Yeah, especially okay. comedy. Yeah, and it, I did double check. It is the twelfth through the fourteenth. <laughs> nice, nice. That oh. is correct. She's good. And it's one of those things. Shakespeare, from the actor's perspective, even if you're not into that kind of theater, that is a good fundamentals for yeah. branching off into any other discipline. Correct? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. That's like one of my main reasons that like I wanted to get into Shakespeare because the first time I ever auditioned for a Shakespeare show, I was like. I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just up here. I didn't even make the first one I went out for. That was a time where I learned believe them when they tell you to learn all the sides. Yeah. Which for for anybody that doesn't know what a side is, it's like it's a uh, section of a scene that you read in an audition. Shakespeare typically, at least with ESP, they release the sides before the audition so you can prepare. I auditioned for Hamlet. <gasps> and <laughs> so I like only looked at like Ophelia scenes because I was like, well, that's that's the female. Yeah. And like I had never done a show with Tony who who those who don't know, she likes to gender bend. And so she'll have you read like anything, which now that I know that I take advantage of it and I have oh, fun yeah. with for it. Sure. And like, that's one of the cool things about a Shakespeare audition is that you can, you can yeah. read for something that you might not ever play, but like they'll let you read for it and yeah. like, just have fun, yeah. you know? Well, <laughs> but, wasn't Shakespeare originally done by an all male cast? Oh yeah. 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 So, so, so already <laughs> gender's out the window. Yeah. 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 It, it, it doesn't count. Out. Yeah. Back in the day, Ophelia was played by a man. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I think another thing too that makes it really easy to gender bend Shakespeare is because it is it's not copyrighted. Mm-hmm. You know, you can literally go in and change those things. Yeah, and yeah. like as long as you you know keep the story the same. Yeah, but like if, you, if respect the source but, material. Yeah, but like if respect it's the line. if it's like changing this and that or like changing um, prefixes for the era you're mm-hmm. in. You know, because well, you're doing something special for this. Yeah, for this one. Yeah, I was gonna say something special we do specifically at Evansville Shakespeare Players which other Shakespeare companies um, do things like this as well. To make it a little easier for people to understand, we we generally do it in like a time setting. This one is going to be set in the 40s. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. but we've we've done shows set in the 70s the 50s we did a the first one i was in we did merry wives of windsor and it was set in the 50s and we did it like a uh like a little like like i love lucy like like we had commercials and like it it was super adorable so we're doing uh, in the 1940s and we have the lovely balthazar sisters which includes sydney here and they will be singing uh, songs from the time and we're dancing there's going to be dancing dancing in it okay swing dancing i learned how to choreographed by the lovely Jaden. yeah what i learned how to partner dance for the first time this is a very big deal for me how was that for you it's so much easier than I thought it would be. You think so? Well, like it's it's not easy, but it's like easier than I thought it was gonna be because I thought I was going and it was gonna be okay. Awful. I get what you because for me, I struggle with partner dancing because yeah. I don't have a lot of experience with mm-hmm. it. Like I have way more experience just like doing my own thing. Yeah. So like having someone and like needing having to follow yeah. or sometimes I have to lead depending in, in Rocky. Yeah. I've been. <laughs> I've had I'm to so lead. Sarah was my partner, actually. Sarah Porter. Uh, oh. Oh. Sorry. Wow. Blip. Ridiculous. Maybe it was her. No. It, it wasn't. No. She, she it felt was. us talking about her. No. Oh um, but see, like, for me, I, it's a little difficult for me. I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I just get in, like, a little too in my head about it. Because, like, I'm... Do you feel there's more pressure? A little bit, because like this person is also relying on me. I'm like, mm-hmm. if you're if you're dancing by yourself and you mess up, it's like mm, no. it's you can other. probably cover it's it pretty you. well. But like, if it's you and this other person, like they're kind of relying on you, and you're you're relying on them too. So there's a certain level of trust there, and it's like you're like, oh no, not that I don't trust. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just it's a it's a different beast. Yeah. It's one more layer. It's something else yeah. to think about. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But I would also think that would give you a little more motivation and more clarity into. Mm-hmm what you're doing because there's only so much space you yeah. can occupy. Yeah, absolutely. And I believe you have a pretty pretty cool, pretty kick-ass uh, choreographer. Yeah, yeah. So, She's pretty know. cool. I yeah. love Jaden. Yeah. I love Jaden so much. <laughs> She's so adorable. Yeah. She's the cutest. Yeah. <laughs> She's so I hope you hear this while you're yeah, driving. Yeah, this is the Jaden fan yeah. club. Yeah, yeah, she listens to the podcast while she drives. Yeah. Yay! From Jasper. That's when I listen to podcasts. That's that's when I listen to this one, when yes. I when I drive at work. What'd you think about the first one? I loved it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. it was, And I learned stuff about you guys that I didn't know because like Sydney we've been friends for a while yeah and Tyler we're new friends but so definitely I learned more about you yeah but even Sydney I learned like new stuff about you that I didn't know before so I was like that was cool yeah so the first time we actually hung out was after you listened to the podcast and then I couldn't get you out of my I couldn't get get rid of you for like five hours oh my god (laughs) it's fine I'm just sitting there looking at the clock like when is she leaving it's fine listen listen here Buster listen Linda this is our guest I had a 40 minute drive I was tired I'm sorry Okay. No, I'm no. It was fine. It was fine. Yeah. I loved every minute of it. So speaking of Shakespeare's Shakespeare's or are we gonna go into how I started in theater or did we already or did we oh, touch that? I think we touched yeah. that. Oh, okay. You, well, well, I had we other stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah, keep going. If you want to keep so talking, go back to your, yeah. go back to your early keep, days. We'll, we'll circle back. Circle back to the days. early days. What? We went off tangents. Well, now I feel weird. Now you, you didn't ask me a question. Now I was just like, I want to talk about no, this. No, talk, talk about it. That's what. Yeah, talk about it. Talk about. I wanted to talk about talk about gymnastics and how that's a. I was gonna ask about gymnastics. That's a foundation for me as a dancer really it i i was a gymnast like a competitive gymnast like we went out of town i worked out 25 hours a week from ages like six or seven and i was like 12 when i stopped 
And that was like a really big part of my childhood. I really firmly believe that like, I wouldn't do musical theater if I hadn't been a gymnast. Cause like, I do love singing, but I don't think I'm as good at it as I am at dancing. So like, I feel more confident with that. And sometimes I kind of wonder- do you like I think you're equally as good at it, but continue. <laughs> really, that's that's given me uh, the foundation for like most of what I've done as a performer because yeah. I um, I wouldn't have really gotten into because before I did theater I was in show choir. Yeah, and I was in show choir. It's really funny because like as a child, did you go to school in Vandenberg County? Yeah. Okay. In Warwick County, Castle High School is like, it, they like basically only have Castle and Boonville, I think, in Warwick. They might have I like, think, I think so. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But the show choirs, Nightingales and Night Sensations, they would go around to the elementary schools and they would perform. That's cute. And I was in like fourth grade and I was like watching them and I was like, gosh, this is so cool. <laughs> and like, I don't think I would have like even tried if I didn't have that experience as a gymnast. Cause like mm-hmm. I was a little, I was nervous about the singing part, but I, like the dance audition, I was like, oh, I got this. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? And it's just really cool that like me as a child, I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. I want to do that. Cause like they brought, I think they brought the musical people too because I think I remembered seeing like a couple of songs from a musical production they did I don't remember if it was summer musical or I don't know but like that kind of segued me into that's how I got into show choir in high school and then without show choir I wouldn't have had the confidence to audition for a musical so was that kind of your first exposure to that kind of world when you were in fourth grade to where this could be a possibility for me yeah definitely definitely into like theater-esque things yeah um, yeah, because definitely with gymnastics, it's like you're learning a routine mm-hmm. and you're having to do that. And then especially on like a floor routine, a lot of it is that has that dance. Yeah, they actually play. we took ballet lessons. They would make us take ballet like two nights a week oh, and wow. we'd have like an hour up in the ballet studio because I went to um, Acros mm-hmm. and at the time it was located like behind kind of behind where Denny's is on Green River. I think it's a church now. Oh, yeah, probably. You, Most I things think get turned you into would, churches yeah. now. <laughs> you might know the building if you saw it, but um, it was like a gymnastics dance. There was also karate, like in the back. Yeah, oh, you could take a karate. Yeah, class? it was crazy. There was a lot of things happening, but we used to. They made us take ballet two nights a week up in the ballet studio, and I remember we hated it oh because they. This is saying a lot because we had Russian gymnastics coaches. Yeah, but the ballet people were like even more strict and wouldn't let us like because we're like yeah. eight. Did they make you do point like did you learn point ballet no just, it was yeah. just kind of like the basics and yeah. they they had us take ballet because it was supposed to help with beam very, and floor yeah. Yeah. yes yes and that way it would it would help you with uh, your floor skills and your beam yeah. skills and your to make you more graceful do little flips you in know. the air did it work um a little bit okay a yeah. little bit although i i did not go far in the gymnastics world because um i didn't start early enough like oh, you would yeah. think starting at like six or seven is early enough it's not it's not because once you get to a certain point once you get to a certain age you you have those mental blocks Mm -hmm. and you like you don't want to try skills even if you know you probably have it but you're just scared and you won't do it so like I was in competitive gymnastics but like I didn't even touch I barely touched what they do what you see on like tv and stuff like I can't do stuff like that but like you know like I could do back handsprings and back tucks and full whatever 
but the things that I like could never get and yeah. I knew I was never gonna get and that's when like I was like you know You're like, the same you know, it. um <laughs> back handspring on the beam could never do it terrifying that's absolutely scary. terrifying and then um a skill on the bars they call giants it's 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 such it's the most simple thing they do they do such crazy things in like olympic and elite gymnastics that it's like you're like wow yeah you suck yeah. no but um no. it's basically it's basically like you're you're holding onto the bar with your arms and yeah. you just like sw- you you swing around the bar fully like it's oh. you know they do it Terrifying. like it's nothing yeah and i just yeah. couldn't do it i can't do a car i'm like 12 so. and they're like come on they're like you got and i'm like i and plus you know i was going into preteen teenager years and i wanted mm-hmm. to you know my sister and i we wanted to have lives and you have to commit yourself if you want to mm-hmm. be Elite Doing gymnastics. Level. Yeah, yeah, it's go, 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 go. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. That's wild. I did gymnastics for a little bit. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know, it lasts like maybe a half a season. I like the big <laughs> uh, foam pit you would jump into. Mm-hmm. And then we used to play, we used to play hide and go seek in the pit. <laughs> Sometimes at the end of practice or like if, like we had to earn it, you know what I mean? We weren't allowed to play it every day. Right. But we would play hide and go seek in the pit and I would just like burrow because there's like a trampoline down there. Okay. Because otherwise oh. it would be unsafe. Oh. Oh, yeah. There's like a trampoline at the very base, but it's like the pits are huge because it has to be safe for you to like um, <laughs> jump in there. Um, it's like you wouldn't jump in a shallow pool. You know what I yeah, mean? You would right. only jump at a deep end. There's like a trampoline down there and I would just like burrow to the ground until I felt the trampoline and I would just like, I would just like curl up and be Nobody's like, don't find me. Please don't land on you me. And some people sucked at hide and go see They didn't even try. <laughs> you're like, you're not even, you're not even 100% like, like on the surface like what see what i think we need to do is let's let's orchestrate a giant hide and seek game maddie would win yeah okay i would yeah we'll do that she doesn't half ass it i don't i commit so she um she's she's making me have a party at my house sometimes if you're like a bonfire we'll we'll do do it on my farm yeah that'd be dangerous maybe maybe before the corn gets harvested well you don't have to let anybody inside yeah well i'll let you inside that's fine okay i'd be so lazy at least like let us use your restroom like <laughs> no it's in the country Gosh, I'm having like bit. flashbacks to Dig being like 18 years old like <laughs> at somebody's bonfire and they're like you have to go in the woods yeah <laughs> My God, there's leaves. Should be fine. Like you'll be okay. No, but like, like I would be so lazy. I'd be like, I'd hide behind a tree and be like, Oh, you found me. Oh no. Well, oh, no. I guess I could oh, for hide and go seek. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, for going to the restroom in the woods. I, yeah, you want to hide behind a tree? Like I what? I didn't think about that. I didn't think about where we were at. Um, <laughs> no, you're fine. You you, you were circling back. Yeah. You were circling back. We kind of went on a tangent. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm good I'm, at that. I'm, I'm the very. I'm the same way. I I don't play hide and seek. Like when my kids want to hide and seek, you all go hide. I'll find you in thirty minutes. And then I'll go, timer. I'll, I'll go watch YouTube for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Don't ever listen to your children listen to this podcast when they're older. Yeah. You'll break every childhood dream they ever had. They know. They'll be like, they How dare you? Yeah. They enjoy hide, yeah. Well, that's the most fun part. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. You just get to get real tiny. Yeah, you like, never, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That topic. We'll do that one. Okay. Under, okay. under studies and, and support. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, actually, you know, well, if you want to talk about community, theater being a support yeah. group you might uh oh you want to jump into that one already <laughs> not a support group support system <laughs> 
I said support group. Oh, I thought I mean, I, I guess support. same thing. No, 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 no. My brain went there. Okay. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Do you just want to to be like, yeah. so you had a traumatic life of it? No, no. no I'm gonna... Well, I was going to say, if you want to ask me like some uh, something I've gained from community yeah. theater is definitely like a, a community and a family mm-hmm. and that we can kind of segue if, okay. if maybe that. Cut this, obviously. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so as as I think all of us have kind of experienced, um, community theater is very community. Yes, very community. Yeah. Um, so how very, would you? <laughs> very family oriented. I was going to say some people might say culty, but all, they don't like, understand. They don't understand all this. the good and the bad. And yes. the bad. Like, how would you say that community theater as a whole has helped you, supported you, that kind of stuff? So when I first got involved in community theater, so we kind of talked about I was I did like high school theater and then I've I've now gotten into theater as an adult I was I took like a quote-unquote five-year hiatus quote-unquote hiatus on the quote-unquote on the hiatus part sorry yeah not quote-unquote it was five years no it was like I guess you could call it a hiatus it wasn't like when I was 18 I was like I'm gonna take a hiatus it was just when I graduated high school I I didn't know that you could still do it I thought that like, I was like, well, that's that's it. Yeah. I was like, that was fun. I really loved it, but I guess I'm never doing it ever again. And then I was 23 when I got in my, when I was in my first show here locally, I was about 22 when I started trying. I actually went to like five auditions before I made it into a show. Yeah. So anybody that's listening that is trying to get into their community theater and they haven't been able to yet, don't give up. Well, we kind of talked about that the other day. It's you got in when you needed to get in. Yes, yes. Right place, right time. You meet people when you're supposed to. Absolutely. When I was in high school, junior high, really junior high probably was more terrifying than high school. I it's it's the super cheesy thing to say, but I really didn't ever feel like I belonged anywhere. I mean, I truly never had like a click. Um, I had even like the theater and show choir e quote unquote click or group or you know whatever in high school. Like I was a part of it, but I didn't always feel it wasn't your social circle. Yes, and I I would still feel a little anxious if I went to like an event or something. But whereas in the community that I'm in now. And there's nothing wrong, you know, there was nothing wrong with that community specifically. Like, it, well, but it's different. You're young, everybody's still trying to Yeah, and I'm st- I was still figuring myself out because definitely we kind of talked about, I was like, I I like myself in my 20s way better than I ever did as a teenager. Because well, when you're a teenager, you're so you're scared and you want you want to please other people and you want to be you have this idea of what you think is cool. And then when you get into your 20s, you're like, listen, I, this is just the stuff that I yeah. like. And I'm just going to like it freely because like I'm an adult now. And now well, I've learned cares? and realized that I can do whatever I want. You have to please yourself first. Yeah, absolutely. I think because of that and then meeting the people that I've met and just being so accepted by them for who I am, like good day, bad day, you know, weird if I'm if I'm into weird stuff that like normal people think is weird or if I talk about it at work they're like what are you talking about like I can geek out yeah. over things that maybe I wouldn't be able to do somewhere else but something about the way that our theater community and a theater community in general 
Um, I'm sure it's like this. I hope it's like this yeah, in other exactly. theater communities. I do think I we have a special just. community. I've been yeah. taken back. I've been yeah. taken aback yeah. by everybody that I've yeah. met in this area. Um, good, bad, or indifferent. Mm-hmm. There are so many nice people. And even if you wouldn't hang out with them on a day-to-day basis, when you go into the, the theater with them, it's comforting. Mm-hmm. It's very calm. You feel welcome. You yeah. feel accepted. It's not, oh, it's that weird guy yeah. taking pictures of everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just shows a rehearsal. It's like, um, who is he? That's what it was like, though. Because nobody (laughs) told us that he was coming to take pictures. And Tyler just shows up at one of the music rehearsals for Rent. And he's just like, all right, I'm going to take some headshots, guys. And we're like, we're doing headshots today. (laughs) No one is prepared. All of us, like, I'm not going to say all of us, because most people look better than I did. Um, But I... I, I Nonsense, you're beautiful all the time. (laughs) Like, I wasn't wearing makeup, and I just showed up. I was, like, on day two hair. And I was just like, hi, guys. <laughs> That's when you look your best, yeah. is when you're not expecting to be shown off. You're just yourself. <laughs> exactly. You're, you're naturally beautiful. You just come in and you radiate personality. Yeah. And it, it was my job to pull that out. Yeah. yeah. Well, you I didn't pictures. tell anybody I was showing up. Either. I didn't, Tony didn't even know. <gasps> oh. Yeah. Tony just sneaky. gave me the green light to come in and do whatever I wanted, which as, as an artist, that's unless you're paying me, yeah. that's the best thing you can do. Yeah, absolutely. Do yeah. your thing, go out there and be yourself. Yeah. And I really like how in your all shows, you all get to put your personality into your characters mm-hmm. and, and your positions too. Um, even if it's in the tech side, yeah. you get to bring your best aspects into, mm-hmm. into life. Absolutely. And like some of the people who I've met, um, Tony says this a lot about how we're chosen family and it really rings true. And a lot of people have become my chosen family as well. And, you know, people have helped me move. Kurt and Kim have helped me move. The other day, my battery was dead and I needed to jump. And Kurt was like, where are you? Like, no questions asked, just ready to come help me, you know? And that that's the kind of people that we're fortunate enough to have in our community that, you know, they're there for you. And, you know, sometimes no questions asked. Yeah. It almost feels the opposite of keeping up with the Joneses. Where in, like, so in, in business life or my, my career in, in insurance and finance, it was always the people that you surround yourself with, it was always a competition between mm-hmm. everybody. And it was always trying to one-up, 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 mm-hmm. one-up. Where in this theater environment, it's, it's we're all going through our own different journeys. Mm-hmm. Don't be ashamed, embarrassed about who you are, where you are in life. If you need help we're here for you exactly like it's, how can i help yes. you yeah absolutely not trying to make you feel less than mm-hmm. uh, which is something that society could use a yeah. dose of yeah and it's rare it's rare to find a group of people like that that accept you yeah. like that and love you and support you like that you know yeah i think the only time that we ever get a bit competitive is when we do auditions but even right then, but that's bad. like for like a week it's like yeah you know for, for but like a week i'm like don't talk to me <laughs> There's and you're competing against yourself too in that, yeah, in that yeah. respect. Yeah. yeah. And there's there's kind of an understanding there that it's during casting, it's not always they can't they can't look at you like, oh, this is my friend. Know, it has yeah. to be, oh, this is this is Maddie who auditioned and this is how her audition was. This is yeah. Sydney who auditioned, this is how her audition was, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Because I've I've been fortunate. <laughs> I say yeah. fortunate, yeah. well, because it's it's eye opening. It's eye opening to be on the other side of the table. It really is. Because yeah. the first time for me, and the only time at this point, uh, casting a show was Rocky this this last time around 2022. Yeah, that was, that was our that was your first time too. Wait, no, I I, okay, I technically no. did instant <laughs> disappointment. No. Okay, 
I that helped was a with bonding World of the moment. <laughs> I did War of the Worlds with oh, Kate. Okay. Yeah. And I helped with that. Yeah. But I got to help a whole lot more with Rocky. Yeah. Well, because I uh, co choreographed with Sarah Smith this in 2022. And so that was my first time helping cast a show. And it was, I was like, wow. It's, like, yeah. you know, because number, number one, it was an incredible turnout. I think insane. I was really lucky that it was an incredible turnout. So I really, yeah. I really got to see how those tough decisions are made, you know, because you, you, you want a lot of people to come, but I'm sure it's, Double-edged I'm sword. sure it's, e- exactly. I'm yeah. sure it's easier when you have less people because you, you don't have to like disappoint as many people, but there was a really, really good turnout. It was insane. Yeah. Was like close to And everybody people. was so oh, wow. talented. Yeah. I was just amazed. Was and it was, it was a young, young turnout too. Yeah. So I was like excited by, you know, it's like generational, you know, yeah. like, uh, not that we're like old, but yeah. you know, when you see new faces come in and that's another thing that's cool, not just uh, like teenagers or, you know, whatever, cause people of all ages come in and out. The people like I'm meeting new people all the time that I'm making connections with. Like we just mm-hmm. met, and we're you best know, friends. Now. Yeah, we're best yeah. friends now, obviously. But <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm number six. Number yes, six. yes, yes. I'm but <laughs> I win. But you know, you're constantly meeting people, and sometimes people who you got tight with, um, life sends them somewhere else, and they're gone for a while. But then they come. Maybe, maybe they come back. Yeah. Well, we were talking, and there's a friend that you all mutually have that lives way out of town but you know yeah. anytime they come in or they facetime you okay the next four hours yeah yeah it's olivia literally yeah yeah i uh, we're going olivia, back to yeah olivia, olivia and i are either will text casually just like hey i miss you or hey saw this today thought of you you know etc cetera, etc cetera. but then if we're like oh, we need to catch up we need facetime yeah. made it is four or five hours yeah. like every time like <laughs> we're like i don't have a lot of time to talk you know what <laughs> Three hours later, we're like, oh, well, it's whatever. We've already gone this far. (laughs) I sent her um, videos of yarn. (laughs) I sent her cool yarn. Mm -hmm. She's like, stop it. I'm going to buy things. Stop (laughs) doing it. I'm like, you can't stop me. Olivia knits. For those of you that might be like, why why is she sending her yarn? She knits. Yeah. She's a knitter. Knit happens. Is her little. Oh, that is. is. I think she's she's slowed down a bit, but she's still, she can do like custom jobs. And stuff. Yeah. She made me some real cute scrunchies. I think something that I have kind of noticed is like we kind of give adoptive families too out of theater. Mm -hmm. So like Tony and Kim are our moms and Kurt's our dad. Yeah. And that kind of stuff. And I think that's something that's super important. Yeah. It's just like we can go to them whenever, which I think is something that's I think very valuable, especially not just like in the Evansville theater community, but especially in the stage two community. Yeah. It's like we've kind of all adopted each other. Like if, if Maddie needed something and she called me and she goes get over here i'd be like yeah. where are we going where Absolutely. are we going do i need to get ice cream yeah do i need to get wine yeah where are we at yes bring the brass knuckles <laughs> go beat somebody up. Yeah. yeah for real um i also have a special circumstance yeah. of that um i lost my mom within the last year and she she was my biggest fan and she was a huge supporter of yeah. community theater <laughs> she came to every show and she would come to multiple if she could like if we had three shows she would be like and and she couldn't come friday but she was coming yeah. saturday and sunday she'd be like she'd be like i'm so sorry i can't be there tonight on friday oh. and i'm like you are totally fine i will see you tomorrow and sunday and you know, she really, so, 
sometimes she was a little more passionate <laughs> than, than even I am at times. <laughs> when when she passed away, the response that I got from our community was just incredible. We, because of COVID and things like that, we weren't really able to have the memorial service for her. It was about two months after her initial passing. So many of you guys still showed up. I was yeah. very nervous that I was like, people aren't going to come to this. They forgot. They don't care. So much of my theater family was there to support me and to remember my mom because, you know, my She's mom, her whole life was Maddie's mom. Yeah. So like, even like if she was out in public and number one, she was always recognized anyways, because she, she worked as a bartender in Evansville uh, for a long time. So it, gosh, a bunch of people would just be like, Hey, yeah, we'd be in the grocery store and I'd be like, <sighs> like if she, if she saw someone she knew, it's like that meme yeah. where it's like, you're laying in a sleeping bag. You're like, when your mom runs into somebody they know but um she would even get recognized just for being my mom you know by like show choir kids or you know they'd see her out and they'd be like you're maddie's mom and and she was very proud of that but yes i have many a times texted tony and been like i have a mom question (laughs) you know and my my dad is also very supportive and you know i can text my dad dad questions yeah my dad actually played piano in for rocky this year he played the keys i love yeah so that was cool to like have that connection for sure Um, yeah was that your all's first uh time in the theater kind yeah kind of because he he's a musician and uh he has mostly just played in bands over his over the course of his life and he plays piano and sings like on his solo like on his own okay. and he pl- he does gigs like that he never really never really did anything theater related that i can think of or that i know of until that because it was funny because we needed a keyboard player yeah or some or a piano player and like tony was just talking she's like if you know anybody that can play the piano and i was like uh my dad <laughs> my pop can <laughs> and she's like would he be interested and i was like well, i will find out <laughs> and then so he played keys for this past rocky and it was cool because i I wasn't performing this last time. This was the first Rocky since I've done Rocky here or ever. This is the only place I've performed in it. It was the first time that I was not performing. And it was it was cool like to have him up there, like almost like roles reversed. Yeah. yeah. And cause you know, I was there for everything and you know, I was at rehearsals and whatnot and I didn't miss a show. It was just it was just interesting. It was a different dynamic. Yeah. And it was really cool to get to share that with him. So that's awesome. He did so good. Yeah. Uh, do you remember the last show you were able to perform for your mom? Yes. Ooh, that's very special. It was so good. Uh, the last show that my mom saw was Cymbeline. And I played Imogen, who is the leading lady of Cymbeline. And that's another one. I was, I was very excited, you yeah. know, for obvious reasons. But, like, that was another one of those times where, like, my mom was like, she, my baby is the I, star of the show. And, like, you know, she was just a very proud mom. It, something Colin Nesmith says a lot. And I will butcher it. Thing. I always butcher it. But the first time I ever heard this quote, he said it. And it's resonated with me since the first time I heard him say it. And now it it, even more so really, really resonates with me is that 
when you go out and perform, this could be someone's first time seeing theater and it could be someone's last. That really, really touches my heart now because, you know, that was, that was the last time she got to see me perform. And so that show specifically is also really special to me. I just, I give it my all now every time. (laughs) Not that I ever like purposefully didn't give it my all, but now there's something now that, I, you know, I perform for me, but um, there's a part of me as well that every time I perform, I'm, I'm also doing it for her. Yeah. And, um, you just never know. You, you honestly never know. We we talked about the other night. It's we're here on earth for such a short amount of time that if we're doing something, enjoy it. Enjoy it as much as you can. And wholeheartedly and give it your all, you know, and don't apologize. (laughs) Just come out and do it. I feel like you and I are kind of like in the same strain of performing or it's, it's like we take everything very seriously when we absolutely go into it. We well another reason like especially with community theater mm-hmm. we're not getting paid no we are not getting paid for this no. i mean i would love to get that, paid oh, to be an actor be one day um you know that is a, a bit of a goal yeah. i would like to be a working actor but you know as of right now this is my life and this is my it's your livelihood you know you we do it because we love it and because it's it's one of the main things in this world that makes me feel alive. Yeah. And it's something I'm passionate about. So the fact that we're not getting paid, you know, <laughs> we are doing this p- purely for the fact that we are passionate about it. Most of us are. You know, yeah. some people maybe they're just, oh, we're, I'm just trying this out, you know. And yeah. cool. I hope you like it and I hope you stay. Most people that I have met in our community theater setting, we're all very yeah. passionate. And I think that's what makes a lot of our shows so successful it's just they are labors of love you they know they really are and it's kind of nice to not being paid where if you need to take some time away from it yeah you you, you can mentally without feeling like i'm losing something absolutely you can take a little break and then get well and everybody's so understanding about that too because actually for rent i was going to help with a tech side but I ended up reaching out to Tony and saying, Hey, I don't think, I don't think I'm ready for that yeah. because you guys just did rent in April, late April, couple, early May. I think so. Yeah. Um, I don't remember. There it's are some blur. deaths in that show. Yeah. It's heavy content. People, oh, sorry, spoiler alert. If you've never spoiler seen alert. rent, well, People I don't, I don't die. say who dies, but you know, it's heavy it's, content, yeah. especially for someone who just went through such a big loss like I did. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, I had a really great conversation with Tony, and she was completely understanding. She wasn't like, how dare you not help us? Yeah. She was just like, I want you to take care of you, you know? And I still came to see the show and supported yeah. it, and it was great. But it probably wouldn't have been good for me to watch it, like, 11 or 12 times working yeah. to, you know what I mean? I don't think I've ever seen it and not cried. Yeah, exactly. And I was I was like, I... This was <laughs> Preston up there. I and know. he's singing this, this huge, oh. gut-wrenching song, and you're just sitting oh. there, and you're just like... It's beautiful. Beautiful. Closing night, I was doing good. Emotionally stable. Yeah. Sitting there with my son, introducing him for the first oh, time. Oh. And then the lady behind us started crying. And I just lost it. Oh, I, bet. I just lost it. Well, because like what what me and John D did, which John D helped with the costumes and everything, and we were backstage and we usually were backstage. We decided we're not doing anything for the rest of the act. Let's mm-hmm. go around and let's go stand by Tony. Because Tony has like a special little area that she sneaks and sits at. So we went over there and it was right as Preston started seeing the I cover you reprise tears broke we me. were all bawling and it was just like I don't know there's something about theater that mm-hmm. 
just like brings well, out emotions in me that I don't have. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Well, and there's something, there's something so special and touching about watching a performance like that and, or, you know, any performance that brings out those emotions mm-hmm. that makes you cry yeah. or, you know, I've seen a handful of productions that I have just like, just watched. Oh yeah. You know, um, I cried at rent mm-hmm. and then recently I saw lungs at the studio um, directed by Jake Blinsky and Emily Dirkholtz was assisting with that as well. And then it was Zach Teakin and Molly Rupert. Beautiful, yeah. beautifully done. And I and I went in. I think you guys talked about this on your on your first about going yeah. in blind. Yes, I went in mostly blind. I knew that it was heavy content, and I I knew like the basis of the story. It's it's essentially about a couple trying to have a baby. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> For anybody who doesn't know, but lit- just such a beautiful. Beautiful performance, and I I bawled like a baby. Like I just, yeah. and those things stick with you, you know. It's very cathartic too. Yes, you need to get it out. Exactly, you need to express it. Um, exactly, even if you don't know it's bottled up somewhere, right. you'll find it real quick. Yes, <laughs> yes, and that's how. That's when it. <laughs> It hits you sometimes, yeah. and you you're like, why? This is why am I crying? Why am I crying? But it feels good. It's <laughs> a new, I needed this cry. It's a new perspective. Yeah, and absolutely. That's what we need it. Yeah. yeah. I also cried when uh, I saw cats at the old national. Well, what's it called now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. old yeah. national yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Stephanie and I went, and and oh, I we you guys went like yes, and we and we cried, and we like turned to each other, and we were like, <laughs> like we were like, I am. Not but it was just beautiful. It was beautiful, you know. But yeah. that's that's something I and I mean I've cried at movies and TV shows as well. But there's something about being in the room. Everybody's in the room together, and we're all we're all experiencing this together. It. It, it, it's, yeah, it's 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 a certain tangible energy. Yeah, energy. yeah, yeah. It's unique. It's good for stuff. sure. It's good stuff. <laughs> well, kind of getting into things. Um, we're we're gonna dive right in. Um, with I know something that you and I very much have had in common is you know we've both been understudies before we've both done all that and everything. Yeah. Um, I think something that I touched we touched on last episode too is just right now in the era that we are in um, this this COVID era because we're still in a COVID era no matter what anybody yeah. says <laughs> as much as it sucks. It's still the, here, guys. The that June surge was rough. Oh, yeah, it was. But the importance of understudies right now, absolutely more than ever. That's kind of how I met you, <laughs> or well. Well, no, well, we met before, but that's kind of how we became friends yeah. was bloody, bloody Andrew Jackson. <laughs> I want you to tell this story. Okay. So, tell this story. so we were acquaintances before, yeah. like we had been, because we did Shakespeare. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we were friendly, but we weren't like super close yet. And, um, during COVID, I think Sydney talked about this on your last show, Bloody Bloody Andrew Jackson was a show that you guys were rehearsing when the shutdown happened and everything, and it ended up being a nine-month process. Baby. So I didn't audition for that show, but I was familiar with it because I originally had wanted to, but I ended up not auditioning because of where it landed timing-wise. I was in another show like right before the rehearsal process was going to start, or it overlapped. And I, it just, it, it just wasn't in the cards for me at that moment, mm-hmm. but then it ended up being in the cards for me because, um, <laughs> five minutes later, yes, you know, like we've said, it, it was a nine month process. Mm-hmm. When you guys came back, you, you were picking back up on rehearsals and unfortunately you lost a couple of cast members mm-hmm. and Tony needed a female and a male yep. and she called up myself and Nate Jenkins 
and she was like hey and it's so fun because we had just wrapped shakespeare like we we did tempest and that tempest was kind of the guinea pig yeah for for covid theater because it was out because it's shakespeare we already do it outside so we're like okay that's not something we're changing but we did it with we had the clear masks and we rehearsed very differently than we normally do we had what we called our little rehearsal pods and you were basically in this little pod with who you were mostly on stage with we we made it through tempest successfully and i don't believe anybody got another I, I don't think so so after that tony was like all right i'm gonna finish the shows i was working on which was bloody bloody andrew jackson and hedwig hedwig's another one that i bought like a baby at and i went in oh, blind I went in so blind so tony blind held you. me for 60 seconds after i was like i didn't i didn't know i was just sobbing but um those two shows she was like okay i know this outdoor theater thing works and we can make this work let's do this you guys lost those couple of cast members and tony calls me and she's Two like weeks. hey i need somebody <laughs> she's like are you down and and like on the phone i was like i didn't instantly say no and that's how i knew i was gonna say yes yeah i was like uh she was like show goes up in two and a half weeks what are you thinking and i was like give me a minute give me a minute and i was like hold on and so i was like let me call you back and i called my mom and i was like what, what, what do i do like like i was like it's in like two and a half weeks and i was like but I mean, I, I'm familiar. I, I was maybe, I don't know. And she's like, you should do it. <laughs> and I was like, and that's when I, I was like, well, I would have said, okay. So I called Tony back and I'm like, I'm in. I would have said no immediately <laughs> if I wasn't. And then um, had to learn this show, which it was, it's an, it's an ensemble show. The, the, the main like character characters in that are Andrew Jackson and his wife, Rachel. But then the ensemble plays multiple parts. So I did have some had quite a bit. <laughs> some vocal solos and some some dates to memorize. I got all the things that were describing the dates and times yeah. and wars and stuff that were happening. And so I had like my little cheat sheets. But then by like Wednesday of Tech Week, I was like, I don't need the cheat sheets. I know it by now. It was just it was crazy, but it was fun. And um, that's how me and Sydney became yeah. good friends because she was she was in it. Yeah, it was so fun. And we would like, hang out and awesome get ready together. Together. yeah yeah it was fun so were but yeah so that was yeah. i mean i wasn't like an understudy understudy but but you were a wonder study yes yeah, yeah. coming to save the show yeah well because one time tony was like she was talking about the importance of understudies wonder studies if you will and she was like raise your hand if you've ever had to step in a role last minute that you were understudying and i like didn't think i counted because i was like well i wasn't understudying that show but i'm just like sitting there and tony's like maddie put your hand up <laughs> And I was like, oh, okay. Hand up. I didn't know that counted. You're coming in a week before Tech Week. Yeah, so, basically. Yeah, that's that was so wild. No yeah. time. Yeah, that was so wild. But it was fun. Do you wish every performance could be like that, where you're like, okay, two weeks, good to go. Let's let's, let's knock I'm it crying. out. Sometimes, maybe not two weeks. <laughs> I no, did it, like it. It forced me to like come on memorize your stuff like you know um How being on a tight schedule can be good it can also be a little stressful but that's one of the main things that i've learned from theater is like go with the flow just go with the flow just do it because like we said earlier something always goes wrong <laughs> something goes wrong somebody drops out you know or you i don't know just crazy stuff yeah. <laughs> always happens Life. so you really have to be able to adjust quickly and i think that's a skill that's a skill you can take anywhere you know yeah. not even just in the theater community but 
Yeah, yeah there's a lot of transferable learning yeah. that you have yeah. in real life. Empathy. Yeah. Empathy, 1,000%. That's, that's a very big one. That is a very big one. Because yeah. you learn a lot from your castmates and you learn a lot from the characters you play. Yeah. You know, you look at things a little differently sometimes. Yeah. I guess to kind of wrap with a little bow, yeah. what are some things that are coming up that you were really excited for? Mm-hmm. We know what you're currently working on. Yeah. Because we're, we're, we're working on So we talked do. about Shakespeare. Yeah. Um, I am also working on a film project with my friend Kanan White, who most of you probably know is Vivica Darko. They are a drag performer here in Evansville and they are so just so talented, but they are directing their first horror film and I am appearing in it. We actually just had a really fun shoot on Sunday. There is... Um, a big 80s party scene in the movie. We shot that on Sunday and had a lot of fun. I got to be a part of that. It was so exciting. It was was so exciting to uh, go in and see that entire world because much like... everyone looked so... Everyone looked so good. Yeah. Didn't they? I was like, dang. Did everybody keep the theme pretty well? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, And it was really cool. Kanan actually even said it was really cool to see everybody's different interpretations of what kind of style they would have worn in the you know, because everybody, you sometimes just think of the one, like the 80s workout, like leg warmers yep. and stuff. But, and we had that, but we also had like, like 80s, like not goth, but like alternative. We had 80s, and like, like a, suit, a guy in a suit. Yeah, a guy in a suit and like just a really, really cool variety of people. And, yeah. And we uh, were able to feature some drag performers. Yeah. Yeah. Kid Blink and then London and Paris stars. Yep. I believe, oh. yeah, and yeah. So, stay tuned. So that's gonna be. It's called "Please Don't Make Me," and it October will be. Yep, October of this year, and we're gonna be premiering it at Stage Two at Three Two One. Actually, oh yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's gonna be really cool. So working on that has been a lot of fun. What do you think you took from the theater world into the movie, TV, acting? Do you think there was a lot of stuff that helped prepare you for that? I do think it helped me with memorization. Granted, it's not where you need to have the whole thing memorized all at once. You're you're generally recording in chunks, but it, theater has made me learn how I was like go with the flow. Theater has made me learn how to, you know, be light on my feet and just go with the changes and if something if something doesn't end up being exactly how you thought it was going to be, just go with it. And also a filming day is like really close to what a tech day is like. Yeah. It's a lot of hurry up and wait, hurry up and wait. And you got to be patient because there's a lot of moving parts. It was fun. I had fun. So I'm excited. I always love that damn movie. I feel like that'd yeah. be so fun. I think there might be a sequel. Ooh. Hit me up. Write my number down. Put <laughs> Write my name down. Write my number down. Give it to or me. Or use me as a reference. Yeah, yeah. Or, or any listeners out there who are in the process mm-hmm. of getting into a movie or doing their yeah. own, we've got uh, willing participants here. Yes. Yeah. Potentially. <laughs> yeah. I, I like to cover my entire body, so anything else, <laughs> I have to be in an entire suit. Okay. <laughs> so no one looks at me. Okay. With pinstripes. With, With pinstripes. pinstripes. Yeah. I have to have my, my suit. But, so where do you, do you have any goals for your, for your career? Any things that you have on a bucket list that you haven't yet achieved that you want to achieve or something that you want to produce yourself? Um, ooh. well, ideally the dream, cause I think we kind of, how we were talking about, we, we talked about how we don't like the same TV shows, but <laughs> except for the one, um, I've something that also inspired 
inspired me that really made me more so want to be an actor because getting into theater and getting into the singing and dancing aspect of theater was just natural for me as a gymnast and just someone who loves music and loves singing. Um, something that made me want to be an actor is that I, I was like, I'm a TV junkie. I love TV and I love movies too, but I love just a nice juicy TV series. And I like my dramas, but I also have a soft spot for like teen dramas, like messy, <laughs> messy teen dramas where you're Maddie like, on for our Glee episode. Well, we talk, I, I would, I would be a first time watcher cause I've, I've never watched Glee, which could be great. Yeah. Which could be so you, yeah, you guys have seen it. So we could kind of. Yes, but yeah, like I love Gossip Girl, and like I'm actually currently re I'm rewatching Degrassi. That's my teen thing that I'm watching right now. And then Wasn't I'm also Drake in that? yes, yeah, <laughs> Jimmy Brooks. <laughs> but um, that's that's what's filling my teen drama need or mm-hmm. whatever right now. And then my dramatic stuff. I'm watching The Boys, and I just finished um, the new Umbrella Academy. So I recommend all of these shows. Yeah, sponsor me or <laughs> yeah. let me sponsor you. I don't know how yeah, that works. Yeah. Anyways, um, because of that's what inspired me. I was like, I want to be, I want to do that. That looks like fun. And like, so really I would love to be uh, earlier. I was like, you know, I'd love to get paid to act one day. I would love to act in TV and film. So like getting to do the film with Kanan has been really cool. As far as you said, like production type. Well, so I've done some choreography. I, I co-choreographed Rocky this past time around with Sarah. And then um, I was in Nonsense at Evansville Savory Theater. And I did the choreography that, for that show, except for the tap number. There's a tap number in there. Uh, I can tap, but I don't have I don't have enough tap experience to make to make to, it up yeah, myself. So I'm like, if you if this. you give me the choreo, okay, cool, I got this. But like, you want me to make up? No, 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 no. <laughs> so uh, Kevin had a student from Mount Vernon, and she came in and taught us a tap number, and she was really cool. I her name is slipping my mind right now. So I've I've had some choreography experience, and I love doing it. And I'd love to do it some more. But I would also like, I mean. I would like to maybe assistant direct, but I think maybe I would have to stage manage first. I don't know how all that works, but like I would really like, cause I know, I know how things work in a musical from the, I love staging things. Like that's where, that's my favorite part of doing choreography is like, I, I have my little notebook and I have my little X's and my boyfriend Chris makes fun of me and he's like, is this your playbook? <laughs> like it, like a football playbook, but yeah, but it's like it little is. X's. Like I love staging things and like, I, I like choreographing things too, but being on that side, I'm, I, I'm, I've always been so focused on the dance stuff. So I haven't really gotten to learn much about how they direct the acting stuff. So I would like to learn more about that. Um, So I don't know if that means I got a stage manager sometime or if I can just, Mm. or like just observe. I don't even have to be like the official person. I just want to be like, can I just observe? Because I do think I would maybe like to direct one day. I think think shadowing is something that is very valuable. Yeah. Um, Going in with just that ignorance Mm -hmm. to everything and absorbing. Yeah. Just like a sponge. Just soak it all up. Soak it up. I think that would be fun. Yeah. And I think, I think it's a good, like we were talking about being behind the casting table. I think it's a good experience as an actor to know how things happen behind the scenes because I think it may, I think it makes you better to work with not not that i think i was ever bad to work with but i understand it gives you a new frame of reference yes it helps you understand better the stress 
um, that that the production team can be under and really how many things they're thinking of at once. Because when you're playing a character, you're just, you're kind of just thinking about your own stuff, which is fine. That's what you need to be. You need to be focused on your stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't always see the big picture and you might be at a tech rehearsal like, gosh, why are we, why, gosh, yeah, <laughs> you know, hurry up and wait. And you're like, oh, so much waiting. But then if you are, if you have had that experience on the other side, you're like, oh, we really needed to wait because this thing was happening or, yeah. you know, so we're putting out this of, fire, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. You know? And like, that's kind of why to anybody that'll listen to me open my big mouth, I like to tell people that, that are actors that it's really important to get that stage crew, mm-hmm. stage management experience because then you're really well-rounding yourself for everything. And you have more of that empathy for when things are going on. Because I feel like I've become a better actor because I have done those things. And just that in general. And I don't know, like, I I do, I don't know, with with all the things I do, I feel like it really helps in that situation. Absolutely. Especially since we did get to sit with the casting table and stuff. Mm -hmm. You do learn that auditions are never personal. Yeah. (laughs) They're not personal. If they don't put you in it, it's not personal at all. Even though when you're auditioning, you're like, this is the, how dare they do this to me? Yeah. (laughs) Well, and it's interesting to learn that it's not always that like you weren't talented enough it's sometimes it's just the way the puzzle pieces all come together in you know rocky is a really good example because a lot of us have done it so many times like i've played two different characters you know so it's like many of us have played yeah technically three yeah Four ish. Four ish. Five, six, eight. I'm going to say four ish. Well, Magenta, Columbia, Understudy, Rocky, Phantom. So those are like four different things, technically. Yeah. We'll Uh, count them. We'll count them. Yeah, we'll count count, them. We'll count them. Nobody's fact checking. You know, so sometimes it's just with the year that I played Columbia with, with the people that showed up to that audition, that's where I fell. Yeah. The year that I played Magenta, that's where I fell that year. The year that I was a Phantom, that's how I fell that year. You know? So it's it's not always, you know, you can't count yourself out for a specific character because you didn't get it that time, you well, know. Do you enjoy the aspect of Rocky to where you can go in and be any of the characters as opposed to going in with the mindset where I really only have the option to be one or two? Yeah, for sure. Actually... I feel like community theater, you, in general, you have the opportunity to play a lot of characters you might not always get to play. Because um, Nonsense, actually, the turnout for that show was really young. And that's, it's like, it's a five-person show. The youngest character in that show is supposed to be in her 20s, I believe. And the oldest can be anywhere from 40 to like 65. And we had a really young group of people show up. So the character, I... I went to that audition, auditioning for the 20-something, thinking I would be only considered for the 20-something, but everybody, there were, it was just a younger pool of people. So the character I ended up playing is normally like in her 40s, and I at 26 played that character. So it's like, it's interesting because in a, in a professional setting, you're probably just going to go show up for five, seven brunette or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever, whatever you're very tight. Yes. Very typecast. And, um, not that that can't happen in a community theater setting, but there's definitely, I think there's more opportunities for you to play something that, you know, you typically might not be considered for that character with the pool of people that showed up or something you did in the audition that, 
maybe when you first walked in, they didn't think of you for that character, but you made a choice. You know, Tony's always like, make big choices. Yeah. Sometimes you can, you make a choice and then they're like, wait a minute, could th- yeah. that person could play blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? That like just your physical appearance or like just what you put down as your range or, you know, they may not immediately think of you for that character, but then you might do something. And so like, that's why like, I have a love hate with auditions. Me too. I feel like I'm getting better. I'm getting better at loving them because it's the one time do whatever you want do whatever you want like there's no what's gonna happen you're gonna get it or you're not you know so it's like that's something i'm trying to embrace that me too i'm not always the best at it we're in the same struggle (laughs) you know it's we're working on it but that's what matters it's a process yes absolutely you can't just change it overnight but it's it's definitely something to keep in mind is just go have fun okay uh i know we're probably getting to the end so what would be some advice you would have for people that are never been in theater before or young coming from high school going into a a local theater group getting into that process Mm -hmm. what what would be the first steps that you would recommend number one thing don't be afraid to look stupid acting takes a lot of humility and a lot of courage and be proud of yourself if for even walking into an audition that takes a lot of courage but really just just get up there and do it and try not to care about what anybody thinks Um, and remember that rehearsal means never having to say you're sorry so when you do make it into a show if you haven't yet or if you're still struggling with that um that's something we say a lot we're like yeah (laughs) you know if you mess up and you're like oh sorry they'll be like no no no, it's fine we're rehearsing you're supposed to make mistakes you're supposed to get messy that's where that's where the art comes from you know if you're too afraid to take those chances you're you're not gonna have fun it's definitely not a sterile environment yeah Yeah. (laughs) consent is sexy That's a consent is sexy. That's a big thing we take away from Rocky, which really you can apply to everything. You should apply that to everything. Yes. 100%. It should not be the bare minimum standard. Yeah. 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 (laughs) When you're acting with somebody, ask permission before you go hug them. Yes. But yeah, my main thing is just have fun. Just show up and keep showing up. Um, You know, you might meet someone and you might not be right for that specific show, but then they might remember you and you might show up at another audition. They might be like, oh, yeah, I really like that person, but it just didn't work out. You know, you never know. There's the possibilities are literally endless. And that's another really cool thing about theater. And then just add on to that. If you don't make the show, there is a lot of jobs on the tech side that are definitely. And a lot of times, a lot of the time, a director will discuss your audition with you they they they're not going to tell you about suzy q and why suzy q got it and you didn't that's no no also that's not going to help you you don't need to know that yeah but if you're like hey what could what could i do better next time or what 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 did i do well and what could i work on like most directors are going to be comfortable discussing that with you and that's that can really be a learning process because um i've i've had a discussion like that with tony before where i learned that i i didn't choose the issue an issue with the audition was that i i didn't choose a song that really showcased what i could do with my voice and i learned from that so the next vocal audition i had i was really like okay like let's let's research this let's figure something out let's figure out how to show your strengths and um i've i've ended up getting better parts since having that conversation you know, so sometimes, you know, it sucks when you don't get what you want, Yeah. but a lot of the times, maybe not always, maybe sometimes it just didn't work out and you don't want to know, 
but sometimes it can give you some clarity and it can help you grow yeah. you know so little building block yeah absolutely yeah. i think with that i think that's where we should end yeah thank you so much thank you, thank you for having yeah, me thank you so much for being it grateful. was so natural i like yay and yeah. thank you for listening yeah thank for yeah listening. thank you Listen. for not immediately being like wow Who's this, this chick sucks. No. Who's this? Who's this? <laughs> Who chick? is this? Next. Yeah. <laughs> um, so kind of do a little wrap up here. Um, coming up soon, we have Kim Payne, and we're going to be very, very Yay. excited talking to her. <laughs> uh, and I think we've got like our next four or five guests oh, live. Nice. Up. So yeah, we're we're, well, we're rocking and rolling. Remember here. who got the ball rolling? No. Yes. Maddie. Yeah. Maddie. You'll did. have to have me come back on like an anniversary episode, of like course. when you guys make it big, and you're like. It's like our 50th episode. You can come back anytime. Yay. Anytime. I would love to come back. Yeah, we'll we'll have you back. Glee episode. Glee episode. (laughs) Where we watch Glee and we talk about how it's it's not, it has not aged well. (laughs) I'm very curious to re-see Glee through the eyes of someone who's never seen it. Yeah. Because is it our memories that are not holding it up? Or is it just general life? We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. So we've been way, way off, off Broadway. I've been Tyler. All right. Oh, Sydney. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, 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 oh, I've been Maddie. <laughs> Thank you so much, Maddie. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, you great. Do you awesome. want to redo that one? What? Do you want to redo it? Yeah. Did you want to? You just looked at me like, oh, that was terrible. No, no. It made me laugh because I thought I thought you were going to keep saying it. And then yeah. I was like, oh, you want me to say it? Well, I was kind of in between. Yeah. Okay. So it was, it was all of me. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. We'll keep that in. Yeah. We'll keep it. Yeah. It has character. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Appreciate Bye. it. Bye. Yeah. Easy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just like laid back. I hope I didn't not, say anything. Not, not too hard. No. Uh, maybe, maybe we should maybe don't include where we talked about Florida man. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, okay. We don't so, I don't know. So we had an hour and thirty minutes. Okay. Yeah, I did so. feel like we were talking a long time, yeah. but I was like, mm, well they'll cut anything that they think yeah, sucks. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, we'll probably get it through on like a fifty minutes, forty minutes cool. around there. Yeah. Yeah, very exciting. It's going to be interesting because, like, I've, I've listened to podcasts. Obviously. Like, I'm a person. Yeah. Well, I guess not everybody does. But not, you haven't heard yourself. But I haven't heard myself. Number one, I know I don't like my voice. I, I hate, <laughs> hate, so hate my voice. That's what you thought, too, at first. Kanan says, really says that I sound like Mrs. Incredible. Dash. I don't know who that is. I mean, Dash I, got sent to the office. <laughs> or not, yeah, like, that, yeah. that was too twangy. Yeah. Like, Dash. Dash got sent to the do it again. Dash. Do, do it again, but close to the mic. Dash got sent to the office. Dash are you going to put that? Are we still rolling? Uh, I'm still recording. Yeah. <laughs> Dash got sent to the office. Oh, no. Don't say it so. Um, it'll be interesting, though, to hear. Well, because, like, I mean, I remember the conversation, obviously, but to yeah. hear, like, what makes it in well, and, well, like, and how it you flows. That, unlike seeing yourself on stage, you get that third person point of view from yeah. this and you're like oh that wasn't too bad yeah i was okay yeah. that's what i usually think about when i see myself things yeah. that absolutely were not recorded right. we're not right.